0: This reporter places the blame for all of this squarely on you, the viewers. Uh, would you say we'd be venturing into a zone of danger? It doesn't matter! What you think? You're
1: listening to the Our Take podcast with Brian Sherman. He had a full head, you know, hmm. all the way till the end. It was white. And I was hoping to get that. I was hoping to get like the full head and. Uh, it was really hard to cut it off. And Spencer Rogers. To be a good pilot,
2: you have to be able to make good decisions. And I know what my credit score is, so I know I don't make good decisions.
0: This is the R-Take Podcast.
1: From Scary Parrot Media Studios in Ogden, Utah, it's the r Podcast, episode 68.
2: Brought I'm, to you by Bang Bros. I'm Brian. <laughs> that's right. I'm calling back that joke from last time. Yes.
1: We're hoping to really get that. <laughs> uh, that's Spencer, by the way. Uh, it is September 20th, on this day in history, Billie Jean King wins the Battle of the Sexes. It's a tennis match. Oh, I just watched Bobby Riggs against Billie Jean King. Yeah, there's a movie with Steve Carell. Oh, no,
2: I know, I watched, uh, remember I was telling you I was watching CNN, the 70s? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was, uh, like, half an episode about that.
1: I was gonna ask you what year, but, you know. yeah, It's 1973, this day in history. Billie Jean King won. Uh, humiliating, Bobby yeah. Bobby Riggs.
2: She wasn't doing very good in the in the very beginning, but then she came back and just yeah.
1: Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Did you yeah. watch the movie? No, I didn't. It's a good show. It's is good it? Show. Yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, it really is. Uh, what's her? Uh, I don't know. Bro. Emma Emma Stone. Nah, she's pretty hot. I mean, she plays Billie Jean King. Yeah. Yeah. And Steve Carell. It, yeah.
2: He's it's funny. Fun. I mean, you know. You know. Speaking of actors, funny actors, I wasn't going to bring this up. I didn't put it on the list. That's, That's okay. okay. Go ahead. Uh, so <clears throat> I started a new uh, I started and finished a series on Netflix. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's only a six episode uh, limited series, uh, and it's called The Spy. The Spy. Yeah. Who's and in it? Sasha Baron. Cohen. really, yeah, but he's not funny okay, he's not funny at all it's actually a terrible story, <laughs> <laughs> so it's okay. about uh he he plays uh he plays a i think he was a Syrian, but he uh was a citizen of Israel now or he may ma- okay. anyway i can't i never wasn't quite clear on that, but anyway it's uh i think it's the late sixties uh when Syria and israel are uh, <laughs> going at it <laughs> really going at it i don't know, as opposed to, as to today
1: <laughs> <laughs> more than yeah. more tension
2: yeah um and so they uh the israelis um they groom this guy to go be a spy and he it's a true story be dub. Okay. and uh he uh he is so good he succeeds at Um, becoming basically the national security advisor, really of the of the country, (laughs) yeah.
1: And he's a spy,
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, But he gets caught and hung at the end. Mm. I was really hoping for like, (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know the real story, so I'm like, come on, someone's gonna bust in and save him, (laughs) right? (laughs) But no, he died. Um, that happened here. It uh probably happening. It did. We had the Russian spy. Well, I mean, like at a high level, like she
1: was secretary. She Defense. was pretty connected, though. I well, mean, she was connected.
2: I am just saying,
1: like as a lobbyist. I, uh,
2: some of the things that they did, I don't think would be possible now, just because of the internet and Facebook, and you you can't to wipe yourself completely clean. It's true. Is near impossible. Yeah, it's like someone m- could men in stumble. Black. Yeah, someone could stumble across a picture. Yeah. And they were worried at one point his brother-in-law realizes that it's that he's over that, that he's there and it's like a huge huge thing. And his brother-in-law didn't know
1: he was a spy?
2: No, no his his whole family had no idea. Oh wow. He told them that uh he was a government contractor buying weapons or something. So they
1: see him on TV, they're like, "What
2: the No, what well, I don't they didn't really have a lot of TV. I don't oh, okay. know. I'll have to watch it. It, it was good. 6 parts, The it, Spy. The Spy. Yeah, okay. it was good. Um, speaking of spies and things that are creepy crawly mm. and uh, under your bed, there I was a couple nights ago uh, changing my sheets, uh-huh. and I pulled my mattress back a little bit so I could, you know, get under there, mm. under there. And uh, I look under my bed, and lo and behold, there's a big spider. Like under your mattress or under the Not, bed? Yeah, under the bed. Okay, it's kind of on the wall. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh.
1: For real. are <laughs> just know? hanging out. They like to be hidden.
2: Yeah. yeah. So, I, uh, as you know, I have a no-kill policy currently. <laughs> That's true. And, you uh, do. this really tested it. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: I was like, oh.
1: What kind of spider? Do
2: you uh, know? It was probably just a, um, like a, a house spider house, yeah. or a hobo spider or a uh, wolf or something. We had a
1: house spider in our here the other day.
2: Uh, house spiders are pretty big, and they're completely harmless. But yeah um nonetheless it kind of i i have a slight arachnophobia i've gotten sure. way better but uh i uh i was like okay i'm gonna catch it and uh let it go and so i went to go get a cup and a piece of paper and i come back and i <gasps> i can't find <fight>. it's <laughs> gone just freaking banished it's freaking man. spidey sense man it's just gone i'm like oh so i i kind of kick things around and look around i just he disappeared. He disappeared. <laughs> and
1: then you swallowed it probably
2: yeah, probably the night. So <clears throat> that night, immediately, I get on Amazon, <laughs> and I've seen a commercial for this, and I've seen reviews on it, and I was like, I'm going to go ahead and, and just pull the trigger and get this $20 uh, gadget called the Critter Catcher.
1: Ooh. Okay. Yeah. So it- uh, it's, it's like a back. It's like if your back goes out. It looks like that thing. Like yeah, a yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. It's got all these little bristles on the
1: end. Mm-hmm. And, uh, when you pull the handle, they open. Yeah,
2: okay. yeah. Here's a here's a quick little. Uh, oh, there's a Target commercial. Oh, wow, she's. <laughs> uh, Can you
1: extend it? Whoop.
2: Okay. Yep. Yeah, they just pick them up, and uh, I actually I watched uh, a couple reviews where they uh, they went and tested it to see how legit it was, and they caught every single bug that they tried.
1: Interesting. And... A pacifist. Yeah. yeah. It's The perfect for the arachnophobic yeah. pacifist.
2: Yep. There you go. So, I got that today. So, uh, you know, anytime I see a giant spider, he's going to get put outside in the freezing cold.
1: You're going to have to <laughs> give us a review on it. I might get one of those. Have you seen the salt shooters? Those aren't pacifists.
2: I have. You know. I, I messed with one, actually, when yeah. I was in Tennessee. They had one. I I missed, luckily. You know, it was a, there was a lot of pressure. Like, come on, man. Kill, yeah. kill the fly, bro. And I'm like, you know. Yeah. And I accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I might get one of those. Yeah, yeah. That way you don't have to kill them. You just put them outside now, in see, the thirty I don't, degree.
1: T- <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind killing them, but it makes it. It might be an easier way to catch them. Yeah, probably. Because you, know? you suck them up in the vacuum, and you're like,
0: well, "Are they? Are they dead? Are they dead?" He's they just not? in the little.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Crawls back out the tube. I don't know what happens in a vacuum. I think it just. I don't know. You can't. There's no air, right? I don't know. Well, that's the definition of a vacuum. Is the vacuum of space? Usually if I ca- usually if I vac- vacuum you vacuum one up, I'll take the canister out and dump it. Oh yeah, okay. So it's probably alive in the garbage. Well, oh, that's good. Yeah.
2: Um alive in the garbage. So there I was. <laughs> so I've been playing uh flight simulator a lot lately. Yeah. And um I uh I've gotten pretty good at landing.
1: Do you have a you have a yoke and pedals?
2: I don't have a. I have a, a, a control stick. I don't yeah. have pedals, but you just kind of it has a twisty thing. On yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> anyway, Bop it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Twist it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so I uh, in the simulator, I picked out a uh, an old uh, World War II bomber, and um, I was looking around the controls, and I see that it has an autopilot, and I was like, oh, well, I didn't know. Huh. World War II bombers had
1: autopilot. Does it just keep them straight. Um, no, it actually <laughs> is really... A d- they can set a destination, like, well, I guess oh, like a, a heading?
2: Well, yeah, a heading, and they use radio signals. But So that got me thinking, well, how old is Autopilot? Like, how long has it been around? Yeah. Uh, Any
1: guesses? Well, what would you guess? Remind me when the plane, Wright Brothers, was it like... Uh, 19... Like 1910 or something? I should know that. But by World War II, we had... Yeah. We had sophisticated plane enough like bombers and that was the beginning of jets, right? Uh jet ne- technology near the end of the war. Yeah. So I'm going to say autopilot maybe 1903 was the first flight. I don't know. Maybe towards the end of World War 1 maybe. Uh some sort of like cruise control, <laughs> you know? That's because that's what I'm thinking of like a switch that just allows it to keep going so you can go like you know take care of something in the back right right so
2: in the early days of aviation this is straight out of wikipedia uh aircraft required the continuous attention of the pilot to fly right and you know having been a pilot that is a pain the the planes i flew in had no autopilot and honestly to keep altitude is just a freaking nightmare yeah <laughs> it's just is, just, is it oh, like uh, yeah i
1: was just going to ask is it like overcorrection yeah, over it, and over it, again
2: it, i mean the goal is to get it straight and level but you can. It's not that hard. But then, if you get into the wind, or you know, right. there's a there's an updraft over draft. the desert, then right. you're just like ah. Anyway, so um, this caused a lot of fatigue for long lot longer flights, right? Obviously, because uh, imagine imagine driving, but you're <laughs> you're bopping up and down in the <laughs> wind <Yeah>. for for <laughs> for eight hours, and uh, you can't pull over. You just then you would you know right die so and
1: a, a freaking pilot seat really isn't that big oh, and they were super uncomfortable yeah. back then they're like yeah.
2: wooden so the first aircraft autopilot was developed by Sperry Sperry Corporation in 1912 wow so basically we built the airplane and then we're like well this sucks <laughs> yeah. no one's going to do this yeah. so the autopilot uh, was connected to a gyroscopic heading indicator and uh attitude indicator. So it's this as a gyroscope, and basically based on the gyroscope, it would automatically move the control surfaces okay. to keep it uh straight but, and level. But you'd have to
1: set the heading first. Uh yeah. And then it would keep it level going that direction. Right. Okay. Right, right. And uh, And the attitude is the is the angle of the yeah, plane in yes, the sky, right? The pitch, pitch up, pitch down.
2: Yeah. So uh I just thought that was crazy. I was
1: also. 1912.
2: Yeah. I was also driving the other day thinking about autopilot. Because if you ever put cruise control on and then just let go of the steering wheel, absolutely. And, then it, and I'm just <laughs> sitting there and I'm like, this would be great. It would be great. I wish I had a Tesla a right Tesla. now. This would be amazing. Yeah. And then the car, you know, starts to, to swerve a little to the left. <laughs> I'm like, damn. It.
1: <laughs> That's when you go, what was the, the rental that you had? The I know. The Ford.
2: Yeah, but the Ford. Every time you let go of the it wheel knows. it's like, hey, 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 yeah. hey grab the wheel. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and then if you don't, it just steers you into the wall. No, I'm just yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So we sank the Titanic and created autopilot yeah. the same year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's awesome. Oh. Nineteen
1: twelve. That's crazy.
2: I know. I know. And it's taken us this long to get autopilot in cars.
1: Right? Yeah. <laughs> easier in the sky I guess.
2: Yeah, there's there's a lot more room for Yeah, for room for, for error. for error. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um real quick, we talked about Antonio Brown last week. Right. And his sexual assault allegations.
1: Yes, and the Patriots were willing to pick him up. And the Patriots picked him up
2: and uh yesterday um after I think after meeting with the NFL um it was revealed that he had sent some threatening texts. Oh come on, dude! To the the to girl. The, so that's witness tampering, and probably another. I think there was another girl. Um,
1: he, so he might actually face criminal charges now.
2: Maybe, but today, the Patriots released him. Yeah, what do you know? He is a crazy sociopath. Right. And uh, let me let me. Can, can it's good. The,
1: can the NFL fire a player? Yeah, they can they can override the team. Yeah, there's
2: always controversy about that because um, like why doesn't the NFL just
1: fire him that kind of thing? Right, right.
2: Yeah. And if um, there was talk about that, if if it would have been criminal case, they would have uh, put him on the commissioner's list. It's called mm. where he's not allowed to play, but he still gets paid until everything's done so like it's paid leave yeah but i guess for the football player that's a big deal you know like oh i don't get to play i they would be like the, right. <laughs> they don't get the
1: they don't get the endorsement i right. guess
2: well nike dropped him this week uh he's he's just gonna what run out of money what about
1: his uh helmet oh and yeah, the Zena, helmet Zena people dropped him. dropped him yeah
2: i just i think it's great that this crazy it's he's a great athlete super talented player but everyone's just like no 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 yeah. no, no, no Roy rage man. no you are just not a good guy to work with. So good luck. Yeah. Take your millions of dollars and don't run out of money, even yeah. though he probably
1: will. Take your uh, <laughs> ungodly body. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Somewhere else. Go play for Canada. It's probably where we'll
2: end up. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll take you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we forgive you. Yeah. Speaking of Canada. <laughs> no, just joking. Um, did you hear about the golden toilet? No. Really? No.
1: Oh. I mean, um, I've heard av- a golden toilet, <laughs> but not of the golden so toilet. So this
2: is out of London, uh, where um, wi- a toilet that was housed in Winston Churchill's birthplace uh, okay. was stolen. I guess it was on loan there. Uh, it's solid gold toilet, and it was stolen.
1: Solid gold. Yeah. You know how heavy that would be? It's
2: worth $1.25 million. Would it be that heavy? Gold Is gold?
1: Gold's old? heavy. Okay.
2: It's just soft, right? That's yeah, what soft. Smell. I think,
1: yeah, yeah, because a freaking a bar is like yeah. eighty pounds.
2: Yeah. So uh, another thing, the the toilet, the, the the name of the art is America. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what. Oh,
1: it's got to be a Trump reference, unless it was made before. Uh, no, it's been around for a while. So I it, think. Well, it's okay. So it's a tribute to capitalism.
2: Yeah, I guess. Um, in fact, I guess they offered the it to to the White House in the White thing. House, yeah. but they turned it down.
1: <laughs> but. After thinking about this. It was this, probably Obama that turned it down, not no, Trump. No, it was Trump. It really? Was. Yeah, yeah. Because wow. they,
2: asked, they asked for something else and they said, no, we can give you this toilet. <laughs> <laughs> but I started thinking, and I'm like, okay, how is this really art just because someone made a a toilet took a toilet cast right. and poured gold in it. Right, isn't it kind of a waste of resources? And then I was like, you know, I'm glad they stole it, and I hope they melt <laughs> they it just down, melt it, and make a lot of money. Yeah, because you can't trace it. That is just a dumb, 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 dumb thing. Yeah. They were taking at this at Winston Churchill's birthplace. They were taking reservations. You could pay to go sit on to it? go poo or on the toilet. Oh, it was it was it's it functioning. functioning. It's fully functional. Wow. I'm just like how awkward would that be? I'm I'm here for my 1:30. There's only like five minute intervals, you know. So <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Someone stole it, but uh, I guess I don't know if they got it back. But they've arrested. They've arrested some people. Huh. Uh, ho- if they were smart, they would have m- melted it oh, that yeah. night. Yeah. <laughs> just break so it up. what I would do. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> in a gold toilet. You just, <laughs> just run around with a golden toilet seat. It's like in, a, in the back
1: of your <laughs> freaking little Chevy S10 or something. like to
2: see that on an episode of Live PD. Right. Like, yeah. So we
1: noticed a toilet seat. <laughs> we noticed you're riding a little low. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a golden toilet back there? Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. I you know speaking of weird art did you ever see that meme that was like somebody left their glasses on the floor of a museum and <laughs> people did. thought it was art i didn't <laughs> cuz they were like left against the wall look
2: i i have a wide interp- i art's a lot of things because sure even if you think of, i think we've I've actually said this before but like uh, the mona lisa it's it's still just a copy of right. of something it's not like it's uh an original idea or something so i think that uh the the art is broad but this just seems yeah it's pretty weird it's ridiculous like it's it's an existing cast right it's already exists you're like hey you mm. see that in like in a in a dumpster like
1: I can oh, they go buy a toilet from home depot for 80 bucks well, cast it
2: i doubt they even did that probably they probably not. just bought a toilet cast or did it to their own yeah yeah <laughs> uh, and 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 now it's now you just need the gold yeah, and who has 1.25 million dollars? Like, how do you bring that up as, like, uh, you know, to... to they commissioned I'm, it. I'm going to make this art, and yeah. I need 1.25 million dollars. What right. is it? The golden it's the,
1: toilet. It's the Churchill Foundation. Was yeah. like, done. Done. Do <laughs> it. Done and done. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, in local news... Yeah. Um, St. George, Utah. Uh, very southern... I don't mean southern as Saint, in Southern Saint, twang.
2: St. Jorge. St. Jorge.
1: It's uh, just a southern city in Utah. Yeah. Um, they are having their pride gathering mm-hmm. this week. And the Seems city city council – it is, but it's always hot down there. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's just – yeah. The city council invested in banners to hang on the street poles, you know, like the little side banners yeah. that say, like, Southern Utah Pride or something like that Okay, with the rainbow. Yeah. Outrage. Really? Outrage. City council members are getting threatening calls, you know, remove these immediately. Blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, okay, well, that's, that's kind of par for the course here, <laughs> you know? And, well, n- and not just in Utah, but across the country with like straight pride and everything like that. Yeah. Um, but I was, I was on Facebook and I came across this post um, from a woman named Kate Daly, I think, or Daly. I don't know. Don't ever
2: read the comments, the comments will just infuriate you. Right.
1: And this is a rather lengthy post. I'm not going to read the whole thing, it's hard not to. Yeah, But I just want to paraphrase, and maybe we can kind of talk about this, because she's on um, the radio down there. She's a personality of sorts, oh. right? Uh, KZNU, uh, Canyon Media. Um, but she posted this to Facebook, okay? Mm-hmm. Dear LGBTQ community, can we all just be honest? I'm getting so tired of this. The perpetual victim thing has got to stop. Your claims of getting fired from every job, beaten up every time you leave the house, everyone hating on you, and being thrown out of every home rental. Please show me the news reports where this is actually happening to you. They're a Fox News affiliate. No data anywhere backs backs this up for decades. Individual cases here and there does not mean it's happening to you personally on a daily basis. Okay, first of all. I don't think most gay people or p- members of this community are saying it's happening to them daily. Yeah. And cases here and there do prove the point. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is highly opposed to the LGBTQ movement, right? Right. But they still found it necessary to help pass legislation to bar discrimination. Mm-hmm. So –
2: and they reverse their...
1: Right. Do you so, see that? Yeah, so arguably the church has even said, in in not so many words, this is a problem. Yeah. They are being discriminated against. Uh-huh. So already Kate's off to a bad start here, okay? Right. Um, she says, disapproval is not hatred. Stop painting a picture that you are abused daily because you are gay in 2019. Um, stuff she goes on about baking a cake and everything. What? What? Most no. people live on neutral ground like me. Okay, I'm gonna stop right there. Mm-hmm. I see this a lot in arguments from both sides, where people assume that everyone feels like them. Right. Right? Most people don't care about your sexuality. Right. No, that's not fucking true at all. A lot of people care. Yeah. And they're highly opposed to it. Yeah. And in fact, you say it in your own post here, Kate, that that you are that's not part of your value system. Right. She says this. What you truly want is everyone in your community to think of homosexuality no different than heterosexuality. That's the goal. Yeah, no shit. (laughs) That's the goal. (laughs) That is precisely the goal. And you're saying in a derogatory manner that that's not the goal, that that shouldn't be the goal. So am I wrong here? Is that that is the goal of the LGBTQ movement is for people to look at homosexuality the same way as they do heterosexuality. Right? Uh Uh-huh. So she – I don't know what she means by that because, yes, that's their goal. Uh, It's about changing the majority's value system in this country so people won't judge you, even silently disapprove. You want everyone to be happy about your lifestyle and not just be happy about it but cheer it on because you don't want to feel bad about it. We get it. But that might not ever happen. Not everyone in life is happy with all my choices, and I didn't fall apart and claim that everyone wasn't inclusive enough. Get over it. You're right. But a radio personality also wasn't writing a rant on her very public Facebook page about how much she dis- they disapprove of you, mm-hmm. right? Stop blaming everyone for being mean to you 24-7. She goes on to talk about how if you're not championing the LGBTQ cause, then – you're deemed as hated, mm-hmm. right? Now, that's not that's not true at all, right? Right, right. I, you are a great example here. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily champion the LGBTQ cause the way that I do, let's oh, say. Uh, yeah, okay. Right? Sure. But that doesn't mean that you don't have humane respect and acceptance and you do view it the same, right? right? So she's wrong. She's playing a hyperbolic card here. That if you're not championing the cause, she's saying the LGBTQ community hates you. That's not true. Mm, Yeah. The LGBTQ community hates you when you write shit like this. Yeah. If you want to stay silent. I just read a part of it where she says, I have gay friends. Right. And I thought, "Mm, not anymore,
2: probably. (laughs) If you ever have to put that
1: (laughs) in something, right? I have black (laughs) friends and gay friends. I have bald friends, but I got to tell you, <laughs> fucking bald people make me sick. Yeah. Okay? Not you, though. <laughs> Not, Not you. my friends. Yeah. You're one of the good ones. Uh, what else does she say here? I mean, it is lengthy. It is. It's super long. I will honor your freedom to choose your life. I will assist you in every way that I help everyone. No, you won't. You're saying that you won't. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, needless to say, I had to... Uh, send a comment to did you the radio station. Oh. Because you can't comment on her page unless you're friends with her. Oh, that's why all the comments are positive. All the comments are positive, oh. right? So this is what I said to St. George News Radio. Kate's recent withering comments addressed to the LGBTQ community are evidence of what a reprobate she is. Speech like hers is calamitous and dangerous. For management at St. George News Radio to continue to lionize her for nothing more than money is reprehensible. Churlish and unscrupulous ranting only furthers the polarization that is so ubiquitous in society. Her cynicism I'm has sorry, no place. I'm sorry.
2: Hold on. I gotta stop you. <laughs> is there a reason you yes. threw so many big freaking words yes, at them?
1: There is because I wanted them to.
2: Because you're a East Coast elite or something. Yes,
1: I wanted them to know how much I thought about this.
2: You know, you actually might have got more traction if you were like. Now listen here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if I could somehow channel the the accent into the...
2: Yeah, if you sound like a total, you know, hick, like redneck. Yeah. I didn't used to like queers, but now I love
1: them. No, I was, you know, I've been following this, uh, not following. I heard this on a, a, a podcast about someone I really like, and they were saying that uh, use long verbs and long adjectives, short sentences. Uh-huh. So you don't have to have a... a 2,000-word essay like she has here.
2: Well, I'm, like, you know, looking up all these words as you're going, so <laughs> I don't know how long it's going to take her. But anyway, go ahead.
1: So they send back to me, all opinions expressed by the program participants on the Kate Daly show are solely their current opinions and do not reflect the opinions of you. So I, they don't solely – they are solely their current opinions? <laughs> I thought that was kind of a weird word. Yeah. So does Kate change her opinions often, <laughs> you know? Uh, Canyon Media or their respective parent companies or advertisers, if you would like to comment directly to The Kate Dolly Show, talk lines are open at 888-673-1450. Did you? No, I didn't call. But I just said. Can we? What, how do you Can feel about. Can we call and put it on the podcast? We could. <laughs> how? Do, but how do you feel about a statement like that from Parent companies as it were those disclaimers that we always get
2: well here's the thing <clears throat> if if it was any other company than a media company where her job is to have an opinion and to talk about it uh then i would say yeah it's another business but I mean,
1: <laughs> you're promoting it for money. Yeah,
2: like you have a commercial that says, "Listen to Kate Daly in the afternoon right. on 102.7."
1: This bleh. you'll love her show.
2: Yeah, Kate talks to the people. She knows what you Fuck want to guys. hear. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, so I said that to him. I said, "Right," but KZNU has the opinion and/or, or I'm sorry, the option and/or duty to remove polarizing, hateful speech from its network. Um, opinions may be hers. But they reflect on you no matter how many disclaimers you put out. And uh, they haven't responded yet.
2: Because but... <laughs> you checkmated them. They're like, damn, you got but us. <laughs> I just, yeah, I find it
1: really interesting that, I mean, even Sean Hannity allows comments. Right. You know, this is just gutless. Oh, yeah. You know, and then she has a post later about all the other people. Because people, what it, what ended up happening is when people shared her post and then commented about it. Oh, good. And so she saw all of that and was like, sure enough, all the haters are out and they hate me. You, what do you know? I told you the LGBTQ community hates me. <laughs> they, I knew they would say that after this. I mean, all I was saying was that I love them. <laughs> you know?
2: It sounds like the church's opinion. We we wouldn't let kids get baptized
1: because we love them. Because we love them. I'm like, wh- wh- what? The, yeah. What? That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So if you want to find this woman, Kate, K-A-T-E, Hefley, H-E-F-L-E-Y, dally d-a-l-l-e-y
2: kate dally from uh the fox news affiliate
1: in st george utah what t- when's her show i i have no idea i'm assuming they sent me this message um strategically when her lines were open uh, to create um as much of a storm as they can mm-hmm. because they love this they're oh. an am radio station they're we're pulling a- in oh, some they're am we're pulling in some money man People you know listen to am radio well, the people who support this kind of nonsense.
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. <Boy. laughs> I, that's crazy! I just didn't know that. Oh, KZUN doesn't even have a website.
1: K, it's K, KZNU. K-Z-N-U. It's yeah. a
2: it's a Fox News affiliate. So you know
1: that they're. And I, I also thought. Let me. I also thought about this post right here that you could change any LGBTQ reference in her post to like conservative. Uh-huh. And it would sound the exact same like here, I'll just I'll just do it for you here. Okay. Dear conservative community, can we all just be honest? I'm getting so tired of this. Your perpetual victim thing has got to stop. Your claims of getting fired from every job because of your red hats are stupid and fake. Uh, Right, (laughs) no data backs this up. One or two stories doesn't prove it here. Stop painting a picture that you're abused daily because you're conservative in 2019. I just, as I was reading it the first time, I was like, Mm -hmm. "Oh, this could be, this could be a liberal (laughs) 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 talking to a to a conservative because conservatives are talking about." You should change it and then send it back. (laughs) Send it back to her. Are you promoting sexuality or freedom? It's hard to tell. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, she has a um, a photo on her Facebook page of her, like, her and her husband kissing. Ooh. And I... <laughs> Gross. <laughs> no, I did think about commenting, like, will you stop, please, uh, please stop promoting your sexuality. Yeah. If you don't mind. Uh, I don't know. So anyway, that's Kate.
2: Huh. Good person. What a whore. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here we go. Wait, what time is it? <laughs> oh, damn it. Is her show uh, on? No. Two, two to five, p.m. Monday through Friday.
1: She so, has a three-hour show where she gets to spew absolute cultural vomit.
2: Why would you donate to the show? There's a There are ways to donate. Why would you want to donate to her
1: stupid show? Look, if you don't want to support the LGBTQ community, you can do it silently. Yeah. And that's a, that's actually the point she's trying to make from a very loud microphone. Right. Right. Like... I don't support you, and that's okay. Hey. This, is her, this is her show.
0: That's why I go to Dean Sessions over at Universal Model. Uh, Russ oh, was she's... A- into the,
2: the, the meteor crater, Arizona meteor crater. The yeah. Crater. Okay.
1: Yeah, we're calling her. She's a conspiracy theorist, too, by the way. Oh, well, obviously. 9-11 was an inside job. She flat- t- and she
2: talks about this crap on the radio? Yeah, I'm
1: sure she's a flat earther. And they're okay with that? Oh... This is what I'm saying. Oh. I don't care if it's not so your opinion and it's solely her current opinion. <laughs> <laughs> the current word really threw me off. I was okay, like, current. wait, did she march in the parade last year and <laughs> 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 changed her mind this year? She has gay friends. Really threw me off. Oh man. man! Anyway, let's move on from Kate. We're at war.
2: Yeah, well, no. I mean. By the time this airs, <laughs> we, might, <laughs> we might be. <laughs> well, So what's going on? Uh I don't uh, I I don't know. I thought you you looked at it more than I did here. I just well, saw that it uh breaking news came across it said that we're sending more troops to Syria. Well, to Syria or to Saudi Arabia? Uh Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia.
1: Well, I'll, so <laughs> if we backtrack, the there were some pipelines that were bombed by Houthi rebels.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yemen Houthi rebels. Yeah, but the Saudis and the Americans in intelligence don't think the houthis were capable of this
2: which maybe
1: so they think it's backed by iran
2: yeah and
1: iran and and both it, both saudi arabia and united states came out with statements about like about that like mm-hmm. okay not cool houthis but we also don't think it was really just you right and so iran shot back if if you attack us it will be all out war right So what does our president and defense department do? Hmm. Let's send troops over there. Yeah. That'll calm things down. (laughs) Right? So.
2: Why are we still in the Middle East at all? Well, this. just let them tear themselves apart, man. This is the
1: prime example of why, Spencer. Yeah. It's oil. Yeah. It's oil. Their oil pipeline was bombed. We got to go over there and figure it out before
2: My next car is going to be
1: electric for sure. Yeah. So. The other question I had, and I looked this up, I wanted to know, like, how many... You know, we have, like, two million troops between reserves and active duty in the United States, something like that, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Saudi Arabia has, like, 400,000. Oh, do they? Can't they handle this themselves? I don't really... Yeah, I plus, really understand. plus, we
2: sell them all sorts of weapons and airplanes yeah. and such.
1: And troops? Like, ground? I, and they didn't clarify. This was breaking news when we started the podcast. Are, do we need to send ground troops? Can't we just send a carrier group? Well, we've already got
2: tons of carriers out there, only yeah. in the Gulf?
1: Yeah. Persian I mean, Gulf? frankly, I don't think we need to send anything. The Saudis have our weapons and half a million troops.
2: Armed forces of Saudi Arabia. Let's see what they got.
1: I just... why Why are we... I don't know, man. It's just Kuwait all over again, right? (laughs) This says
2: they have 227,000 active personnel. All right, and
1: I can't remember where I got the number. It was just as I was searching around when the news popped. Which is still... It's still enough to protect their oil. Right.
2: Like, Iran's Iran's Air Force is embarrassing.
1: (laughs) Well, they don't have any money. I know. I mean, I I guess Russia could... I think we could shoot down their planes
2: from, like... Here. From here.
1: (laughs) Well, well, especially with our uh, weapons that are more than nuclear. Yeah, our alien (laughs) weapons. I I don't know. Yeah, let's just keep escalating this. This will be fun.
2: Do you think – again, I don't give Trump credit because I think he's – oh, wow. Iran actually has a way bigger
1: army. (laughs) No, I, I think Iran has a big army. I don't know what kind of weaponry they have.
2: They have 523 Active in mil- right. 1.3
1: million reserve, but we are no longer in a world where numbers matter.
2: Oh, well yeah, we definitely no. have way better stuff but than they do, and I'm assuming Saudi Arabia.: How does many too?:
1: How many total troops did we ever have in Iraq? 15,000?: No, we had way more than that at one point. We had F- Google the max, because we've killed anywhere from half a million to a million civilians yeah. in Iraq. And my that's my point, is that the, the numbers don't really matter when it comes to drones, F-15s, you know what I mean, uh-huh. A-10s, like, <laughs> yeah. and carrier groups who can launch from the sea Tomahawk missiles, you know?
2: So the most we had in Iraq was in October 2007 when we had—guess?
1: Sixty-five thousand,
2: a hundred and sixty-six thousand three
1: hundred. That is a lot. Yeah, <laughs> that is a lot. But it,
2: I, and it's actually the it's all kind of around there throughout all the years. Right,
1: and there was a little surge after Obama took office.
2: Yeah, that was his twenty thousand surge.
1: Yeah, which is nothing compared to that, the high there that I see on the screen. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. I don't. And I think that Iran is a lot like South Korea. They just. Like to bait, you know. Let's just let's bait them into this. Yeah.
2: Why do we? I just don't understand why we even care.
1: Oil. Well, (laughs) oil and and and.
2: I thought we were. I thought we were making enough oil to be independent. We are. We. That's
1: the. That's the funny part is that Trump and uh, you know his lackeys will uh, gloat that we have more oil. Im- a- exported than imported now, and we have this giant reserve. That right, could, it could the United States could last on it for like ten years. Oh, you know, but it's 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 the economy. It's everything, <sighs> you know. And I think a, I th- I do think a big part of it is Russia. Oh,
2: yeah, it's the same reason we care
1: about South Korea, right? Right, like I'm sorry, North Korea. Mm-hmm. Like we we care about you, South Korea, but I mean, there's nothing really, nothing really in it for us. Yeah, other than. Russia likes North Korea, right? Russia likes Iran.
2: <sighs> Can not we all just get along?
1: I send more troops to Saudi Arabia. little will handle themselves. Uh, they're they're
2: going to do the same thing that our troops at the border did. Nothing, not a damn thing. No, yeah. They're just sitting there like I'm deployed.
1: Yeah, like
2: <laughs> in Saudi Arabia, which is probably I mean, and to be fair, be okay place to be deployed. Yeah, right
1: d- to be fair, it doesn't say what kind of troops, so it could be carrier groups or whatever, right? But anyway, our Secretary of Defense Mark Esper we made that announcement. Secretary we do. I was looking I, into him. I thought we didn't. He actually has a a decent past um up until a certain point. Uh. He was in the uh he was in the Hunter First Airborne. He earned a couple awards um in Desert Storm. So he was a cool guy until
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh he started working for Raytheon, a uh, defense contractor. Yeah. In 2015 and 2016, two years consecutive, he was recognized as the top corporate lobbyist by The Hill. Mm-hmm. That's not a good award.
2: No. That's... that's How do you... That's...
1: Let's drain the swamp. Why
2: is, that an, why is that an award?
1: Let's drain the swamp here.
2: Congratulations. I actually you... don't think
1: it is. I think The Hill just puts it out like, these are the people influencing. Oh, I see. Right? And now he's our Secretary of Defense. That's mm. uh yeah, it's good swamp cleanup yeah. there. Uh thank you for your Saudi
2: service. Arabia's Air Force has hundred and sixty seven F fifteen E strike Eagles. Hundred and fifteen? Hundred and sixty seven F fifteen oh, strike that's, eagles. That's a lot. Twenty five on order. Um uh, it's, a, it's an older plane, but it's... I mean, they're still making these particular versions, a two-seater version. Kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, 61 F-15s, which are really old. Uh, 53 Euro Fighter Typhoon, which is what uh, the UK uses a lot of, but they're I think they're phasing them out. And the Panavia Tornado. It, they've got a lot of airplanes. That's a, Yeah, that's a big fleet. They've got a lot. How's their navy?
1: Because um, they have... They have quite a bit of sea, right? Like,
2: Do they?
1: I know on one side they have... Uh, Royal
2: Navy. I doubt they have any carriers.
1: On one side they have... <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they've got the Persian Gulf. So, yes. On two sides they have uh, sea. According to you know, oh, their geography. Yeah, okay, yeah. So they border with Iraq. Um, Iran would have to go over the sea or through Iraq to get to them in terms of ground troops, you know? Right. Um, But the Red Sea and the Persian Gulf, Saudi Arabia's big. But I don't know. I just feel like they have a military that we've built for them. So why are we sending American troops, you know?
2: Yeah. They have – their navy is not – it's fine. It's nowhere near as – I mean, ours is the biggest in the world, but. Right. See uh, the shining sea. All their ships look like they were made in the 80s and 90s. So. Does it say how many carriers they have? They probably Any don't. One or two? Like most countries don't have carriers. No. Uh, I mean, wasn't it China that just got their first one? China
1: just got their first one. Well, China's only got one one seawall. Or is it India? I don't know. Yeah. You know, I was th- speaking of planes. Yeah. I was watching a 9 11 dock.
2: But you get sucked in, and it's that time of year. It
1: is, yeah. I was watching one about Air Force One, Mm,
2: mm -hmm. and
1: they had the pilot and W on there and the head of the Secret Service fighting with the president about where to go. Right. Um, But did you know at one point there was a false report that Air Force One was under attack? I did not know that. The code name for Air Force One is Angel, and the switchboard at the White House got a call saying Angel is the next target. Uh-huh. And so the pilot took it from, like, 30,000 feet to, like, 38 or something like that. He went higher. He went yeah. freaking high to the point where his communication stopped. So now the president couldn't speak with. Uh. It's, a, it's a cool documentary. What's it but, called? Uh, I think it's called Um 11 on Air Force One or something like that. What, it's in the title. What's it on? Netflix. Oh, all
2: right. I think. I'm going to go watch it tonight. I think it's
1: on Netflix. Um, but did you know, pre nine eleven, the NORAD – uh, radars uh-huh. only pointed out towards the sea. Oh, really? So when we found out that planes were hijacked, uh-huh. the NORAD radars couldn't see them. Oh. So we had to depend on the FAA. Oh. But the FAA's communication system did not jive with the Defense Department's communication system. Oh. <laughs> so for like two hours, they couldn't talk to each other. Huh. So NORAD's like, we don't know where to send fighters, even if we wanted to. It that, took, like, two hours. That seems really stupid. It took two hours to get fighter jets to guide Air Force One.
2: Oh, yeah. And, it took a long time.
1: And Air Force One didn't even know who it was. All, they saw, after they got the call that, hey, you guys might be next, Uh huh. they saw on, on the radar a blip oh. coming at, like, supersonic. <laughs> and they're like... Uh <laughs> I think we're fucked. No. I don't know, I don't know what to do here. You know, we have like chaff and, and then uh, it turned on their secret warp drive and disappeared. Right. It's cloaking. He device. did say that it can go freaking fast, like the engines on Air Force One are meant for crazy heavy. Seven, but it's but seven, it's never it's never that heavy. Seven
2: forty sevens are <clears throat> already pretty fast airplanes. Yeah. They're one of the faster. Uh yeah. Yeah. And so the engines on that are like I'm maxed sure out Sure better and the new <laughs> one is going to be freaking cool.
1: Yeah.
2: I just hope that I really hope that Trump, one of the reasons I don't want Trump to get reelected. The color scheme is so we can keep hopefully keep All our right. current color cuz
1: it's recognizable.
2: Yeah, it's Everywhere. freaking awesome. It's cool. And the, the new one's fine, but it's like it looks like a com- look like British Airways or something. All right. This one <laughs> is like when I saw it, because I saw it land here, and I was like, "Wow!" Yeah, it gives just, you chills. It's
1: just like, "Whoa!" Right? That is awesome. I never, I've never seen it land, but I saw it flying away. Oh yeah, you know, on the freeway, and I think I pulled over. I was yeah. like, "Dude, that fre- yeah. yeah, it's
2: cool, man." When Obama was here, and <clears throat> as big as that one was, this next one is like twice as big. It's crazy! It's freaking! It's the it's the longest air production airplane, and
1: uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be cool. I just can't imagine being W on that day, and like con- communications in and out. They didn't have satellite TV on the plane. He had. So.
2: He. he, I. I. I like W. I. Seriously. He had no intentions of. No. He just was like, what do I do? What?
1: Yeah. What? (laughs) Like. Yeah. (laughs) They Uh, they did what? Right. I don't understand what's happening. I guess we're we're under attack for sure, but how do we. What do we. How do we battle this? Yeah. You know? I'm authorizing you to shoot down commercial aircraft. You know? And they had a pilot on that was flying that day, uh-huh. um, a fighter pilot. Right. And he started to cry on this documentary 20 years later. Oh, really? He's like, I, I just can't imagine the feeling of having to target onto a commercial plane. Right. And then when Flight 93 went down originally, they thought it was shot down. Right, right. And like, then they found out. And they were, he was like, it was almost like a, you felt guilty for being relieved. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like it crashed, Kill these people.
2: Well, I, I also on nine eleven there was a, I, uh, there's a video that was circulating around. Um, it was a, like a ten minute documentary, maybe fifteen, um, on YouTube about uh, one of the controllers, his yeah. story on nine eleven, oh. and uh, the air traffic controllers. Man, they. This guy was, you know, 18 years later, and he's still like, oh. this is, like, he's he getting emotional.
1: And yeah. yeah. The, the trauma, I can't imagine. And I know for a bit, I'm, I know, I'm pretty sure it was the hijacker's plan to just cease all communication. But we do have some audio from them because it was like a mic was left open uh-huh. or something like that. So we have audio of them telling people like "there's a bomb on the plane, right? You'll be okay. Just sit down. You know what I mean, right?" Which um, is why I said it won't happen again, right?
2: Like that and people won't stand for it, right? I
1: don't care what. I don't care if you are after money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll fucking kill you. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's really interesting though to think of how unprepared we were for a domestic attack. All of our radars were pointing to the sea. It took. We only had like I think they said we only had like twelve fighter jets on the ready, in the country.
2: Well, I mean to scramble, we were we still are like m- mostly peaceful with everyone. Right. I mean we have our issues, yeah. but uh, you know you, you, that kind of attack was
1: just like whew. yeah. I was just blown away. Two it took two hours to get an escort. That's crazy. Yeah,
2: they should. Uh, I, I I I always I can't remember how long it actually takes to scramble a jet but it's pretty quick
1: it, i know they've ramped it up back then they said that it would take anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour to scramble the jets i know now it's like 12 minutes yeah i was gonna say why does it take so long i don't Just know turn the key and go man <laughs> <laughs> i can get in my car
2: like like what if it because remember pearl harbor they, right. they were like taken off as they're being bombed yeah like you wait in thirty minutes. The bombs are going off all around you. Like, come on, we gotta let it. Right. We gotta let it warm up first.
1: <laughs> oh, this was crazy too. You should watch it. But this was crazy too. The air force base that he landed at, he landed at two that day. Yeah, one of them was in the middle of a full nuclear drill. Oh, where nuclear weapons were on the tarmac. Oh. Because they during their drills, normally they never bring out live ordnance. Uh-huh. But during this particular one, they brought out live ordnance. They wanted the crews to know what it was going to be like to hook a nuclear weapon <laughs> to a bomber. <laughs> so they have this squadron of bombers lined up ready to take off for this drill. And Air Force One lands next to them. <sighs> And the the commander of the base like, holy shit! There are nuclear weapons here. The president just landed, and he's under attack. You know, <laughs> so he's like telling everybody like, "Run! Get the nuclear weapons underground." <laughs> <laughs> oh, weird day, man. Oh, that's but, crazy. That yeah, was a good documentary. Oh, I have to.
2: This is saying five to ten minutes until they're airborne.
1: Yeah. So I mean, how long would it take? Let's say you scrambled them from Hill. Yeah. Five to ten minutes airborne, supersonic. How long would it take them to get to Louisiana? Um,
2: it would still probably take twenty minutes. No, it would still probably take an hour. Or so they, they, uh, I think the F thirty five goes. Uh, its top speed is like seven hundred knots, but they get up to like a thousand miles per hour. Right. Uh, but I mean,
1: twelve hundred miles per hour, one point six Mach.
2: It still takes longer than you would think. Right. It's not
1: zip. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, and I don't it's know. Probably,
2: it's probably take the time of a. Oh well, yeah, it probably is. Take the time of a normal airliner and and split it in half. Would right. be my guess.
1: Yeah. So I mean, when he took off from Florida and was headed towards DC, and the Secret Service overrode the president, uh-huh. and his chief of staff was just playing like uh, the middleman. Uh-huh. You know, because obviously he agreed with the Secret Service but understood where the president was coming from. Uh-huh. It got to the point where the president ordered the Secret Service. I'm ordering you to take me back to D.C. And they said no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, dude, those guys got balls. So, Oh, man. Yeah.
2: Well, real quick, before we go to break, I'll ta- we'll talk about this real quick since uh, it's a great segue, speaking of people putting the president in their place. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, it's, it's funny because we talked – we talked a little bit about this on the last episode, and uh, how, uh, what happens if the president reveals a secret. Right. Like, like what's the recourse, yeah. you know?
1: He's like, we have alien ray guns. <laughs> yeah. <And laughs> Handheld alien ray guns. So
2: we got, we got a little bit uh, of an of insight as to what <laughs> happened. And now
1: I want to say something. As Spencer plays this clip, remember... That this man is talking to the president of the United States, right? Okay, <laughs> I is, know that when you hear Trump's voice, you're like, "This guy's an idiot." Yeah, but nonetheless, he's, <laughs> he's the president. This guy's talking the to the
2: president him. of the United States. Uh, uh, Donald Trump here is at the border wall, and uh, his new border wall, and he's just uh, discussing, it's bragging about it. Yeah, basically. And this is uh, this is what happened. I'm sure. I'm sure if you listen to the news at all, you've already heard this, right. but I think it's funny.
0: There's that you could do, and one thing we haven't mentioned is technology. They're wired so that we will know if somebody's trying to break through, and you may want to discuss that a little bit, General. Sir, there could be some merit in not discussing that. <laughs> okay. Like okay. That, that was That's a, a great answer. That was a
2: good, he plays it off like, oh, good, 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 yeah, good for was, you. That was a test. That was what I – yeah, that was what I wanted you to say. <laughs> that, was a, that was a
1: test. That guy's like, motherfucker. Fucker, you just revealed the entire... We're going to have to change the whole thing. Guys, start tearing this down right now. Tear it down. we got to start over. Oh. Who messed it up? The president messed it up. <laughs> <laughs> who leaked this? Who? I want to know who leaked this right now. So it was the president.
2: Oh. On national TV. Yeah.
1: How are we supposed to wire it now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... This coming on the hills of. Uh, it, it would have been better if you said, uh, "Sir, I don't know what you are talking about. These aren't wired at all." Yeah,
2: that actually, would have been <laughs> better. Have been right better. Uh, no, sir. Um, <laughs> why don't you just tell them about the nuclear? W- oh, why <laughs> don't you
1: tell about the alien beams we have at the yeah. top? If you put a ladder against this, you are pulverized immediately. <laughs> <laughs> you are warped to another dimension. <laughs> it's crazy.
2: You get warped to the last level.
1: Um, we got a moonbeam.
2: So this is on the heels of uh, of a couple weeks ago when when Trump said, uh, talking about terrorists, we're going to hit them with the most powerful things that we have.
1: Yeah, the likes of which and th- you've never we've seen. never
2: seen. And I'm not talking nuclear. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know if he got a spanking after that too. Like, Probably, Mr. Trump. Um, no one needs to know that we have super secret.
1: Uh, you know what it, laser beam weapons. I, let's make a prediction. Yeah. That, yeah. with the nuclear, uh-huh. will strike one. The wall, <laughs> was strike two. <laughs> you do that again. And, and JFK? Yeah. <laughs> you do that again, the chip we put in your neck explodes. <laughs>
2: if you do that again, we're booking a one-way trip to Dallas. <laughs> all right? <laughs> in a convertible. Well, good luck.
1: That book depository is still open.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but, uh, also this week, um, the Navy, uh, confirmed, so it's just like all these weird things going yeah. on. Like the president's saying we have m- more powerful weapons
1: Yeah, at the same time uh, that the Navy's like, and the Navy, yep. the Navy's like, okay, yeah,
2: we don't know what the hell those We've are. Got UFOs. We have UFOs. They're doing crazy things and we don't have the foggiest idea what they are. Right. And, Did you watch uh,
1: Unidentified on the History Channel? Uh-uh. It's Tom DeLong. Oh, really? And and all the people that he has. Uh-huh. You know, and he it's it's a series on oh. on the History Channel about those videos. Oh, really? And how the, the dude who re- like released them, how he left the NSA or wherever, uh-huh. Or the DOD to release them. Oh. Because no one would let him, and he's like, out of loyalty to the department and to the secretary. I'm releasing these, or something like that. So it's called, it's called Unidentified, and it has Check Tom in it. Check
2: that out. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, watch the video. I've seen it before. It's from 2004 and 2015, but it's just kind of crazy. It's I like mean, a little Tic Tac. This little thing, and it just, there's nothing, there's nothing that we know about that can move And the, like the, this.
1: The strangest account uh-huh. of the Tic Tac uh-huh. is one that's not recorded. So the first guy to see it was a commander. Uh-huh. He didn't have any recording technology, right? And also, they were scrambled out there because the radar picked it up. Oh, right. right? And but he, they talk about how they had no ordnance on board. Mm-hmm. They're like, so if he's a threat, we have to ram it. <laughs> we have no idea what this is, right? You know. And when they first saw it, it was in the water, and they thought it was a jet that had crashed. Mm-hmm. Oh anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I saw that. So and then his it shoots up, right? Yes. So the commander's account is way more. <laughs> Because the aliens are like, oh
2: shit, shit, shit! <laughs> yeah, see us. <laughs> Let's get out of here. <laughs> yeah,
1: his account of what happened is way more thrilling than the other videos because oh, right, it fl- right. it flies like right past him. Oh, so yeah, crazy. <sighs> Freaking, uh, who knows what it is? And and
2: today and tomorrow are Storm Area Fifty One. That's true. And uh,
1: that's oh, we should check for an associated. You know what? No, I'll uh, check while we go to break.
2: It actually, I have it pulled up. Oh, how many uh, people are there now? Last oh damn this stupid commercial. Last I heard, oh, there was only about twenty five hundred people.
1: Here's, here's the independent is doing live updates.
2: Oh really? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, there's a lot of media down there. Two hundred
1: people turning up at the gates. I saw earlier that one woman tried to storm and she was detained. Yeah, yeah that's because you can't go by yourself.
2: Yeah, you got to storm it. That's yeah, the whole. That's the whole that, that like no one's ever <laughs> tried. Has anyone ever tried to just walk in before? Like they walk in, they're like, right. oh well, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> they just choose the girl. Hey, will you just test, t- just t- test t- this test. out? The yeah. lasers come up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> then her arms are gone. <laughs> uh, let's so, see. Uh, oh yeah, fifteen hundred people at one point.
2: Yeah, there's but. there's two thousand something now. It's basically just turning into a giant alien orgy and uh, party, and uh, uh, it's dumb, and nothing's going to come of it, and nothing ever. Would. Have. He, a lot of people are disappointed that more people didn't show right. up from what I understand. It would have so. to
1: you've got to legitimately mobilize. Yeah. And like have a countdown. Yeah. We're gonna start hold the line. This is gladiator. <laughs> hold the line. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get freaking horses and ATVs, man. And just start going.
2: Yeah. If they if they were really gonna do it, they, they just like, we'll just party our way in, yeah. bro. No, hey. This is like Fire
1: Island all over again.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was promised right. aliens, <laughs> and there's nothing going on here.
1: Hey, Melissa, just just walk up there. <laughs> hey, guys, we'll see if she gets killed or not.
0: <laughs> no one really likes her it anyway. It's oh, kind man. Of
1: a <sighs> um, Vegas had uh, five to one odds. Did they, they really? Five to one odds that they would find an alien. Oh, man. Which is really low if you think about yeah. it. So, what do the bookkeepers know? <laughs> right? The bookkeepers are like, yeah, there's aliens
2: there. Yeah, we talked to, well, I mean, they see the they got the planes flying. <laughs> right, right out of their that's time. true. They probably talk to people when they get drunk there at the table. Like, right. Yeah, there's
1: aliens. Yeah, the air traffic controller. There's aliens, yeah. I know.
2: Wow, <laughs> oh.
1: We fly a hundred of them in and out of here every day. <laughs> <laughs> they pose as Chinese gamblers.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, um still got more left a little bit when we come back um sketchy logos um spaghetti monsters desks and and
1: bathrooms i got one
2: yeah (laughs) yeah all right we'll be back uh here in just a second
0: spend a lot of my time over there machining and engineering the biggest news stories of the day into the finely tuned ferrari that is my monologue but sometimes i like to drag out the rusted chassis of an abandoned pickup bolt on some busted out headlights a discarded snow plow and some repurposed flamethrowers to make the post-apocalyptic death buggy of news that is my segment meanwhile It cures what ails you. Cures what ails you. Meanwhile, the U.S. Navy has confirmed the existence of unidentified flying objects. This, yes, I agree, one clapper, this is massive news that could shatter our entire conception of the universe and our place in it, which is why I'm covering it in minute 23 of my show right after the bull semen story. (laughs) And... The Navy is reacting to the leaking of several videos from aboard Navy fighters capturing the objects. H- here's one of them. There's a whole fleet of them. Look on the ASA. Oh my gosh. They're all going against
2: the wind. The wind's 120 miles to the west. Don't thing, dude.
0: I don't want to hear steely-eyed fighter pilots that confused. <laughs> That's like hearing your surgeon say, "Ooh, this guy's all wet inside." Something's wrong. Something's wrong. (laughs) The Navy was forced to address the footage after it was released by a UFO investigative group called To the Stars Academy of Arts and Science, which was founded by former Blink-182 guitarist Tom DeLonge, which might seem weird, but DeLonge is just one of many 90s musicians doing trailblazing exploration of the paranormal. We were all indebted to the vigilance of the brave men and women over at the Spin Doctor's Chupacabra Task Force. This is the Arte Podcast. We interrupt your regularly scheduled program to bring you these random headlines.
1: Welcome back to the show, everybody. We're glad you're here. Yeah, you know, I was just thinking about it during the break. Um, how you, (laughs) what? (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking that while this segment is awesome. Yeah. And it is the most listened to segment. Oh, definitely. On uh, podcasts. Right. It's basically the whole show. This is? This is all we do. Oh. It's headline talk. Well. It's just that these headlines are even more random. (laughs) They're not leading the news. It's true. It's true. Yeah, it's just interesting. Wow. Uh, It was a deep thought.
2: Um, well, let me ask you a question. Sure. Um, do women breastfeeding ever turn you on?
1: Not my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't know how to answer without, you know, actually, no. Okay. No. All right. You? Uh, no. 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 Well, I do Do you know. think it's the four? If the baby wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was just going to say. The baby acts like the little star sensor. Yeah. <laughs> they put over nipples in, uh, in is it called pr- prawn? In prawnography, I think that's what it's I called. I Believe
2: it's pornography. Pornography. Yeah. The the little stars uh.
1: they put over the nipples. That's the baby acts like that. It just removes all uh, all sensuality. <laughs> pa- pawn Oh, yes.
2: Speaking of sensuality, Pawns,
1: pawn star. That's why that show's called that. Oh,
2: that's what it is. <laughs> I had no idea. So, now you've been in a couple relationships before you got married. Sure. Did you ever, uh, did you ever pass love letters?
1: Um, n- no. No? Like, uh, like in school?
2: No, well, not just, just little notes like, hey. Yeah, okay, yes. Yeah,
1: yes, yes, I have.
2: Uh, my ex-girlfriend ex used to do that. My ex-wife didn't because she's a dirty whore, but,
1: um,. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if anybody didn't know, (laughs) dirty whores don't write love notes. That's uh, one of the ingredients. (laughs) If there were criteria made for being a dirty whore, one of them would be don't write love notes. Right. Anyway, um,
2: after the breakup, did you ever burn your letters?
1: Um I think I did. Uh, Most notably, though, I burned photographs. Ah. And it was incredibly therapeutic. Was it? Yes. I went to my backyard, stack of photos, burnt them, burned a hole in the grass. (laughs) I don't have anything to burn.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. I mean, I can
1: write you some. So whoever (laughs)
2: broke up with this uh, 19-year-old in Lincoln, Nebraska, might have dodged a bullet uh, because... (laughs) She did light her love letters on fire after the breakup. Um but for some reason she thought it would be a good idea to do it in her room, in her apartment. Oh, come on. Uh which she set on fire.
1: <laughs> I mean, do you
2: see that in the news and go
1: <clears throat> <clears throat>
2: dodge a bullet there? <laughs> That's
1: what are you come on, really?
2: So it caused it only caused four thousand dollars in damage and no one was injured. But <sighs> yeah, you don't you don't do that. Fire spreads,
1: people. Yeah, it's uh, it's nature. She, she
2: just builds a little fire pit on her carpet, you know, <laughs> just shaves it, shaves yeah. her carpet with yeah. a razor.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, how stupid! Well, you know, I mean, if you were in like, like if I've, you were psychotic because right. of the breakup, okay, I'll give yeah, you a pass. But how do you lose
2: control of that? <laughs> like, how big was this fire? Because I've, I've lit in a piece of paper on fire sure. in my house before. Cause just, you know, like, uh, whatever. You,
1: yeah, that you think the police are outside. Yeah. So you're
2: hurrying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I just wonder, like, was she starting a bonfire in there? Like, she brought in wood and. <laughs> yeah,
1: it must have been like a five subject notebook worth She's of having uh
2: a, maybe she was making meth it was a three yeah that was the excuse yeah <laughs>
1: i wasn't making meth i was burning love no, letters
2: no she It's the other way around so she looks less stupid i was making meth yeah. not burning love letters okay that's definitely meth, meth
1: explosion okay <laughs> oh
2: a pastor a pastafarian do you know what a pastafarian is
1: um i would imagine that is a J- a jamaican pastor <laughs> <laughs> uh, p- pastor for the rasta crowd
2: pastafarian not rastafarian pastafarian
1: yeah pastor for rastafarian
2: <laughs> <laughs> well a pastafarian is a social movement that promotes a lighthearted view of religion and opposes the teaching of intelligent design and creationism in public.
1: Look, it might not be a pastor for Rastafarian, but I know that's not correct. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so basically, uh, they uh, they are part of a group called the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster.
1: Okay. Uh,
2: and they're, they're lo- you lost
1: me there. You know.
2: Yeah. Well, <laughs> there's a South Park episode about it, okay. but. Basically, it's like uh, their idea is there's – it's just as logical to have a flying spaghetti monster (laughs) as it is
1: to have – I I just Googled Pastafarian. (laughs) Yeah. And you know how Google pulls up like the often asked? Yeah. You know, the first one is how do you pray to the flying spaghetti monster? (laughs) Can I just read you their prayer?
2: Yeah.
1: Our pasta, who art in a colander (laughs) – Draining be your noodles <laughs> <laughs> thy noodle come thy sauce be yum on top some grated parmesan, <clears throat> Give us this day our garlic bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trample on our lawns <laughs> <laughs> I like the the draining be your noodles is yeah awesome, and yeah, there's a picture of a dude with the colander on his head,
2: yeah, yeah. um <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, in uh oh I just lost my story. Come on, come on back.
1: Founded by Bob. Uh Holmes.
2: so Apostopharian pastor. Why I thought the whole point of this is to be like religion is dumb, but then they've like got this whole movement they have a leader. where they're basically <laughs> a religion.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh
2: but anyway, Apostarian uh leader led an opening prayer uh before a, an Alaska government meeting. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. <clears throat> he was wearing His signature colander. I wonder how many he has. Well, you know, I mean, (laughs) you got to find the right one. No, actually, the colander. You don't choose the colander. The (laughs) colander chooses chooses you. Um, But but look at
1: this guy here. I think I found him in the (laughs) red. Looks like a lumberjack. Yeah, he definitely is crazy. A lumberjack on a Saturday.
2: Yeah, you know, just real quick here side note so uh, why uh whilst colbert was off i was looking for uh documentaries to watch and i like i like documentaries about um aliens right when they're good like you know when they're like uh when it's
1: not fire in the sky
2: yeah 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 and uh, so I stumbled upon this one, and it's called um, uh, Hanger Fifty One.
1: Okay, and why is it always fifty one? It's a magic number.
2: Well, uh, yeah, well, and uh, they have they have uh, dang it, they have e- quote unquote experts, you know, on the show. Yeah. And I just, r- I just real quick before we get to the last random headline, I want you to take a look at these people. And tell me how credible you think they are. Like, okay. if you saw this guy, you'd be like, oh, yeah, this guy, uh, you know, compared to... He's, he's
1: saying that he got abducted? No,
2: no, they're they're just alien researchers, oh, okay. you know, they've got all the, the information. Compared to someone like... Um, um, What's the scientist's name? Neil
1: deGrasse Tyson. Compared to someone like (laughs) Neil
2: deGrasse Tyson, all right? This is the kind of role they're playing. So here's one of the guys right here, okay? Uh, I mean, does this – what do you think?
1: Uh, He looks like a a professor of some sort.
2: Does he? Or does he look like a nerdy guy that just put on a sport coat? (laughs) Okay.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. So
2: (laughs) – He's probably one of the more intelligent-looking ones. Uh, And then there's there's this guy, who kind of you kind of are like, oh, he might be normal.
1: I mean, history does a good job. You
2: look at him and you're like,
1: Mm -hmm. he's a little little crazy. He's got a lot of guns. He's (laughs) a (laughs) little weird.
2: Probably there's this guy again. One more guy, and then we'll 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 get to this
1: last. Think I have a I have a talent of I can look at someone and I can tell how many guns they have.
2: You're practically a freaking superhero, then you should team up with uh
1: with Beto. With
2: <laughs> Oh, there's this guy. I mean Oh, okay. He's got yeah. flat earther written all over him. Yep,
1: for sure. That's interesting.
2: <laughs> I can't find the guy that I really want. Uh I'm gonna have to cut some of this out.
1: So these are all UFOologists.
2: Yeah, basically. UFO researchers, what they call themselves. Okay. Oh, you got this nerdy tech guy where's the guy that's like
1: i just... uh, (laughs) there's this guy (laughs) (laughs) that looks like donald trump's cousin oh i know he does (laughs)
2: totally does oh here we go definitely
1: (laughs) definitely part of uh (laughs) the family
2: yeah yeah i mean these people just you can just look at them and listen to them and you're like
1: yeah yeah okay is this a History Channel one?
2: I think so, yeah.
1: Looks like he was in the History Look, Channel. I
2: fully believe that there are aliens. Sure. I don't know about... There has to be. I don't know about us knowing about them or not. We like, don't know I'm, about lately them. Lately, I've been on the fence on that, but... We
1: don't know about them because we're in a simulation, but they are don't, real on the other side. That ha-
2: just two nights ago... <laughs> <laughs> Two nights ago, I was trying to sleep. It I started thinking again. about it. And I was like, so in the simulator, are, are we all in a simulation? Yeah. Or is it just me? And does everyone else know that I'm in a simulation? Truman Show style. Are they just lying to me? Or do they are they just programmed? And, uh, anyway. I don't
1: uh, know the answer to yeah. that question. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, I think we're all in a sim. And when you can't sleep, it's your... Uh, operator mm. not allowing you to sleep the same way you would wake up your sims in Simtown. you know and then they'd get sick and you'd have to take them get yeah. to build a hospital yeah.
2: <laughs> we should really look into that sim technology yeah. i think there's a lot more there the air is really <laughs> dirty you
1: need to plant some grass
2: <laughs> it's the beginning of of what we what we Do you remember
1: how long it took to plant grass oh yeah one little pixel oh, at a time it's yeah. <laughs>
2: <This is> ridiculous <laughs> All right, so the last story, I guess, uh, this has happened before, but it's been brought to people's attention again. The Chicago Bulls. uh oh, I saw this. <laughs> <is> you. <laughs> the Chicago Bulls logo.
1: Wait, we should give people a chance. If you're not driving, yeah, Google a picture. Just Google Chicago Bulls logo and pull up an image of it so yeah. that you can play along here.
2: Yeah, and uh, if you turn it upside down, it uh, it looks like a robot is spreading the cheeks
1: yep. of, of, a crab.
2: of a crab and just going to town on it. It is. It also looks like a robot sitting at a weird pulpit with a book open.
1: Yeah, it does kind of look like yeah. that. Whatever it is, it's incredibly accurate. It looks more like that than it does a bull.
2: Yeah. I'm oh, just going to say. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. <laughs> so on this article, it starts bringing up other, other things that are like this. Okay. And uh, this one, this Donald Duck one. I mean, maybe you've already seen it, but it took me. It took me a minute.
1: Okay, it's Donald Duck. Just it's just his it's face. just Donald Duck's face, and with then they
2: his flip it upside down.
1: But it's only it's only his uh, bill, like
2: so. His bill's on the top, yeah.
1: Um. Is, oh it, oh I didn't even read the Donald down there, but yeah. yes, it looks like Donald. Yeah, because of the hair,
2: Donald Trump. Yeah, his his, uh, his
1: purse lips. His freaking. <laughs> Bill looks like Donald's yeah. hair.
2: Cool thing. Donald Trump's if hair. If you turn the sun's logo upside down, it's still the same. It's basically wow. the same thing because it's a uh, whatever, a uh, it's, palindrome? It's not really a
1: palindrome. It's only a palindrome if you turn it oh, upside you're down. you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah. Well, it's
2: just because of the way they have the lettering. Right. Um, And then there is, see, here's a picture someone did of of the robot preaching from the pulpit.
1: Uh-huh. See, yeah. makes, see the first time I saw it, it was like, Flip the Bulls logo upside down, and it's a robot raping a crab. <laughs> That's the first one I read. And I was like, I turned it upside down. I'm like, that doesn't look too violent.
2: He's not raping It's consensual, crab. It's I think. It's just consensual yeah. robot on crab butt sex. Right. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, you can turn the Dodge Viper logo upside down, and it looks like Daffy Duck. Oh, look at that. Yeah, Yeah, so if you fill in, you know, just turn that upside down. Uh, but one that I've always uh, uh, that I've always noticed, and no one has ever uh, really brought to my, anyone else's attention before.
1: You could start something viral here.
2: Well, maybe. Um, Proof of concept. Now, in Dallas Fort Worth, yeah, there is a lot of roads.
1: Why? Can I ask you an ignorant question? Yeah. Why is it called Dallas Fort Worth? Is well, there? Is it Dallas County?
2: It's Dallas, and then it's for it's the it's the Metroplex. Oh, okay. So Dallas is its own city, and then Fort Worth is on the uh, is uh, to the east of it.
1: If someone just said Fort Worth, is it the same though? No, it's oh. a com-
2: it's a completely different city. Gotcha. It actually has its own uh, skyscrapers and stuff. So all right, but the DFW airport is right in the middle of them, and so it's so just if I said I'm going to
1: Fort Worth, Texas, that wouldn't make any sense.
2: No, it would just mean you're going to Fort Worth, Texas. Alright. Like you're going to but that Dallas city. Fort Worth is the bigger it's area. It's just the whole gotcha. thing. Okay. Know? So here is um oh that's the Yeah, here we go. Here is uh the roadmap here on Google Maps.
1: Okay. Of Dallas Fort Worth.
2: Of Dallas Fort Worth and how you typically typically would look at it. Sure. Okay. Yeah. You flip that thing upside down, okay? And oh, come on, Google Maps. You flip it upside down. Now look real close there.
1: (sighs) Flip it upside down. Does it kind of look like a...
2: Tell me that doesn't look like a penis.
1: Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. Very
2: much so. You got your balls right here. Then it comes out, and there's even a little...
1: (laughs) A little uh, vesicle? Yeah. (laughs) Or whatever.
2: It's a veiny, veiny...
1: Yeah, the interstate is a is a a vein.
2: <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> it's a main artery. Basically. <laughs> oh,
1: that's oh,
2: good. anyway, so I think we need to start turning more logos upside down and seeing yeah, what all is out there and maybe there needs to be someone in their marketing departments that bef- you know, before should, they oh. release the logo, they're like
1: let's make a book. Uh, yeah. A bathroom book
2: and get it sponsored by Guinness. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. No. We'll we'll go with like Stella Artois or something.
2: <laughs> According to uh, on my uh, tornado tour, there was a English guy on it, and yeah. he he uh, said uh, that in England, Stella Artois Artois uh-huh. is uh, they call it wife beater beer. <laughs> He's like
1: It's their cheap man beer yeah, over there. I guess. <laughs> well, they're working really hard to make it look like a classy beer. I here. know,
2: that's what I was thinking. When when he said that, I was like, I don't know, man. They've got like commercials that
1: it's all gold rimmed. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That's interesting. Would never have known that. Well, I got a story about a bathroom. Okay. Uh, I mean, we
2: already had one. That's true. Is it gold?
1: Um the <laughs> the inhumane comedy is gold, if you will. <laughs> Uh, in Bellingham, Washington, uh-huh. um, an 11-year-old with special needs, he's autistic and also has an autoimmune disorder that is uh, exacerbated by infection, obviously. Uh-huh. And that autoimmune disorder also makes his autism worse. Oh. He needs a quiet place to study. Okay? okay, He's 11 years old. He's in, obviously, a special needs class. He needs a quiet place to study, and the teacher was struggling to find a quiet place. Okay. So he comes to school one day, his mom walks him in, Mm -hmm. and the teacher says, we found a quiet place. Okay. It is in this fully functioning bathroom. (laughs) And they have a picture on here, and he looks mad as hell. They put his desk over a toilet. They put a camp mat on the floor of the bathroom. This isn't real, is it? It is completely real. They put a camp mat down on the bathroom floor for him to sleep on. Remember, he has an autoimmune disorder. Okay?
2: Mm -hmm. So let's get him as close to the germs as we can. Right.
1: It's called Pediatric Autoimmune Neuropsychiatric Disorders Associated with Streptococcal Infections. Pandas, for short. uh,
2: What we have here, instead of a plastic bubble, uh, we're going to do the opposite. We're going to put you in. A, a room full of uh anybody disease. heard of
1: fucking bows <laughs> Get him some headphones this is a quiet area you know it's like this kid you could gonna I put him, find a in a closet bathroom?
2: or 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 like there's nowhere else sorry the, the citizens
1: voted down a hike in property tax we don't have any funding for this there's no other quiet the principal's office but you know he's got to have a place to go the principal has to have a quiet place to go. You know,
2: I'm gonna be honest. If this were me, I'd actually be pretty stoked on it because then I could take a dump in complete <laughs> silence.
1: Right, but you don't have pandas, which is the short term for his disorder. Right, the 11 year old kid. I can't. I can't imagine being that kid's parent. I'd be. I'd walk in and be like, "Is this?
2: Oh, this is in Washington. Is I, this a joke? I didn't know Washington was redneck like that." <laughs> obviously this isn't seattle
1: yeah <laughs> bellingham bellingham however you want to mm, say it mm, mm. desk was moved to the bathroom uh has it's i think i picture a teacher talking through her teeth he's like i need i need a quiet room do you want a quiet room i'll give you a quiet room you'll see tomorrow I'll give a quiet room. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh maybe he should do uh homeschool or something yeah. so that he doesn't have to put up with yeah, I know, know this
1: is your quiet place but I really got to pee. Hang yeah, on just a yeah. sec.
2: Let me, let me just go. Gosh. Um uh you hear stories like uh, from uh, about teachers that are similar to this, you know, the, the weird crazy things they do and get away with. And yeah. It's just like what?
1: <laughs> I had a science teacher in 8th grade who my uh, my older brother mm-hmm. was in his class before me. Yeah. And this teacher hated me. Oh. Because of my brother. Oh. <laughs> He's like, Sherman, Sherman, I had your brother five years ago. You son of a bitch. I'll kill you. <laughs> now, he actually duct taped my brother to his chair oh. when he was in his class. Wow. Yeah. And that would have been in 93.
2: It's got to be like a salt or something, right? That's now? Like, yeah.
1: Yeah. Mr. Martin.
2: Wow. Yeah.
1: He ate chalk. Oh, uh, Okay. As a gag, like he showed us that it was okay. He's like, if I ever get uh, you know diarrhea. I just eat chalk, and he would do it. He was really weird. Or, he was, he or, was super stoked to or, be an eighth-grade science teacher. Or
2: Tums, or like – Right. That's or, what his
1: point was. He's like, it's basically the same thing.
2: Or or just like
1: – And I got an unlimited amount of the teacher's lounge, all right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> or just like have diarrhea. And yeah.
1: like, <laughs> he would eat chalk, yeah. Once a, once a semester, whoever was in his class, he's like, today's the day I'm going to eat chalk. I had Indian food last night. <laughs> oh <my> so, God. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you soon. Uh,
2: before they go eat Indian food, uh, you got the keys, wallet, chalk. <laughs> right?
1: So, this last topic I see in the notes. Yeah. I'm going to title this segment Is This Offensive and Why? Okay. All right. So, tell me what happened.
2: Well, This is pretty recent news. I think it was mostly yesterday and the day before. Yeah. uh, That uh, it was revealed Mm. that Prime Minister of Canada, Justin Trudeau, the most handsomest, sexiest...
1: Prime Minister. Prime Minister in the world. (laughs) He should really do pawn.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's uh, saying that he has dressed in brown face brown face and it says black face too apparently he did it so many times that he <laughs> no it's tr- it, no he did it twice no he, oh, said, he said more he said that he doesn't feel comfortable putting a number on it because he's done it it was like his
1: go-to you know that's fine because so two things well, before we get into the the uh whatever about this he was he was he did an interview on his plane mm-hmm. and a reporter asked him straight up do you think it was racist and he said yes and it was stupid of me. I wish I didn't do it. And I was like, now that guy knows how to own an issue. Right. You know, it was just very refreshing. But we've talked about this before. We have. And why blackface is offensive. Right. If you go back to pre-Jim Crow in, in movies, mm-hmm. they would accentuate the lips and they were always played off as being very scary and predatory. Um but Justin Trudeau, correct me if I'm wrong, he was dressing up as aladdin for a halloween party or some something like that in college is that right
2: yeah 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 he did, uh, aladdin he did
1: brown face so i mean I, I i i will totally play ignorance here right i don't know why this is offensive to uh to black people or to brown people <sighs>
2: I don't know. I like I'm I'm pretty sure w- when we talked about it before I kind of came to the
1: same conclusion that uh, so I don't uh, I've got a great explanation. I just thought of this. Okay. I've been listening to Malcolm Gladwell, uh his uh podcast Revisionist History. Uh-huh. And he talks about how Jesuits think and Jesuits when they're thinking of an issue, they they descend into the particulars, he calls it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They they are courageous enough and i'm not saying that i'm that but he they're courageous enough to remove principle from things and to dive into the particulars of each matter Mm -hmm. so i feel like in principle blackface is frowned upon and is considered very racist and demeaning yeah but if we dive into the particulars here of a guy who for everything we know he's never been accused of being a racist right he's never said anything racist He dressed up as Aladdin for a costume party of some sort. I can't remember if it was a holiday or not. I think the particulars of this case are important, aside from the – you know what I mean? I Mm. think this is a case where it's – where you would push aside the principle of it and say, well, he was dressed as Aladdin. Right. You know? This isn't that governor in Virginia who was next to a Klan member. Right. Right? Right. That, so you dive into the particulars on that one. You're like, that's messed up, dude. You know?
2: I <clears throat> I agree. Um, at the same time, I do not really like this whole bringing up the past sure. thing. Sure. It really is bothersome because people, high school kids, going back to high school, Yeah. And calling someone out for something they did in high school, apart from murder, is
1: kind of— I'm pretty sure I was an Indian, a Native American, for Halloween several times. Yeah, I— You know, you you could buy the headdress and you'd put makeup on. I can
2: guarantee you that probably 21-year-old Spencer would have not thought about blackface being a problem. I don't think I would have thought about it.
1: (laughs) Especially in this context of I'm going as Aladdin. I mean Jimmy Kimmel did uh carl malone
2: he's he's not just blackface he's black all right, over right he's not racist at all,
1: so <laughs> look you know if if I don't know you know right. any 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 brown or black listeners, please let us know if we're wrong on this issue because we're sensitive to the subject, but it's confusing to me when I look at the particulars of each one and I say, okay, dressing in blackface. To take a picture next to a man in the clan that's weird. That's, that's weird one thing. That's weird, but, and jacked up. But simply putting on brown makeup because you want to look like Aladdin. Yeah,
2: and the, I mean, how is it? And this maybe, it's not like maybe, he maybe, was. Maybe not, this sounds ignorant, but how much different is it to dress up as a, a white person in, in White r- Chicks? Right. Isn't that the same? They're dressing up as a character or, or in Tropic Thunder. Have you seen that? Yeah,
1: Robert Downey. Robert Downey
2: Jr. Jr. plays a black guy the whole time, and it's a joke. It, it's a joke. It's freaking. Right. It's, it's funny. predicated uh, on a joke. Uh, yeah, like is it?
1: Uh, and he accentuates stereotypes. Right. You know, if any, if if frankly, if the if the public at large were to be pissed at anyone, they should be really <laughs> pissed at Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> He's Iron Man.
2: I He's think. an American treasure.
1: <laughs> right. I don't know. So I saw this, and I appreciated his apology and his candor.
2: Yeah, that was pretty cool that he but, was like, and I I totally agree with what he's saying. Is like, I was dumb when I was a kid. Like, right? I did dumb things. I didn't understand. Uh, my empathy tree has grown. I, uh, you know.
1: I wish I didn't do it. Like, but it's, so it's like okay, like this Halloween, uh huh. Even in the most uh, quote unquote innocent of costumes, yeah, right. Let's say I wanted to go as Martin Lawrence. Okay. You know, and I got you know baggy pants stuff he used to wear on on stage, right, you know, or uh Eddie Murphy if i you know so if I wanted to, I wouldn't do it, even though I was playing a character mm-hmm. that is loved and respected, and I wouldn't act silly, I wouldn't do it because I'm sensitive to the cause, however, I still wonder why is that offensive right you know i'm
2: is it that that we should just ignore. Race in general, like, you you can play Martin Lawrence, but you're just white Martin Lawrence, right?
1: But then would I would I get in trouble, quote unquote, for not wearing black? For <laughs> why are you trying to look like Martin? Right. You know that's messed up right there. Why are you wearing that Michael Jackson leather jacket? Yeah. You know I. So uh, this is a tough one for me, man. And I'm pretty liberal. Yeah. You know, I just I understand the, some of the other situations with the the big lips back in the day right. and the scary. The way that they would portray them, and the and the governor with the Ku Klux Klan guy, I get that. But when you're dressing up like Aladdin, I, uh, I don't know.
2: Yeah, and you know, frankly, Trudeau is already a little brown anyway, and Aladdin isn't that brown. So I, I mean, feel- unless you're the
1: Will Smith, you know like, well, he was he was the genie, but you know,
2: yeah. But look, look, he already looks like Aladdin. That's <laughs> true. He, he does. does. It's not like Aladdin he was that has, brown. Aladdin he, was very right. white. He has a very nice tan.
1: Yeah. yeah. He already looks like Aladdin. I don't think this is going to affect Trudeau at all. This is an election year. I saw the conservative counterparty spokesman come out and give a speech on the tarmac. And as soon as he started speaking, I had no idea who he was. Uh-huh. I did not know he was the conservative the thing didn't pop up under his name until afterwards uh-huh. as soon as he started talking I was like this guy's an asshole <laughs> and he's going to try and and make Justin Trudeau look like a jerk on purpose just for political gain well, here yeah, you know i don't think it's going to affect him at all i think canada loves Justin Trudeau and i think that the way he apologized and approached this issue with such candor right is exactly what people want yeah i did it it sucks i wish i didn't
2: right you know you know on the bright side of all this uh, at least it wasn't uh, us. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, Canada did it. Oh, Canada, you know.
1: I'm kind of curious now. I just want to see uh, Justin Trudeau approval rating. Let's see what he's at right now. Uh, oh, now there's a video of him in blackface.
2: Yeah, he did a song
1: or something. Hmm. August 16th. Ah, well, I can't find anything that's very relevant because I don't know much about Canadian politics. But anyway. I
2: think they, uh, they, they let a gaggle of um, Canadian geese go, and then whichever one circles the globe and lands, uh, they let the goose decide who. <laughs> <laughs> and then they set, out, they set out feed bowls and whichever one that you know, goose goes to. It's
1: actually further than that. They go to England, and the queen signs them all. Signs all the geese. Yes. <laughs> and whoever's a <laughs> goose comes back first with the Queen's signature,
2: uh, earns <laughs> approval. I saw, when I was in England, I saw Canadian geese and I was like, whoa, how did you guys get all the way here? You're everywhere. Uh, it's in English territory,
1: man. They just brought them back.
2: I guess. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> all, right. all right.
1: That it. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for being here with us on the Art Take Podcast. You can find us at The Art Take Pod. On Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Go to our website, The Art For episode 68, I'm Brian.
2: (laughs) I am Spencer. See you next time.